Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, January 18th, 2014. Once again, every freaking Saturday, I have problems with my computer. Every single Saturday. It's amazing. Doesn't do it on Monday, doesn't do it on Tuesday, doesn't do it on Thursday, just on Saturday. Um, in any case, I'm bored. I'm bored with my computer because I just wish it would just cooperate on Saturday. It looks really, really bad. You know that, right? In any case. Hi, everyone. Um, today, I went to go visit, as you all know, I am a Dory. I'm a Dory. And Dory comes from the movie Finding Nemo because I am ditzy. I am ditzy like Dory the fish in Finding Nemo. So my son just had a baby, and I refused to be called grandma, although after he was born, I was like, yes, yes, I'm a grandma. But... I need a name, and I don't like the name grandma for me. And then somebody else was like, oh, you could name yourself Glamma, like NeNe Leakes, NeNe Leakes did, but that's for her. I can't take it from her. So I saw the movie Finding Nemo while my son's wife was pregnant, and I thought, oh, my God, I am so that fish. Like, I'm exactly like that fish. Keep swimming. So I texted my son, and I was like, I, I, I think I want the baby to call me Dory. He loved it. So I'm a Dory, and I went to, um, I went to, um, see my baby today. And that's what I do because my mom did it to me, and. I realize now that the way you're raised is who you are and then what you put out there. But you don't know that as you're going through the different stages of your life. It's not until my mom has already passed over um, and my son has now had his baby, am I now mimicking my mom's behavior? And what I mean by that is, my mom used to come over, spend a week with me, and go home on the weekends. I used to live in Jersey, Montclair, New Jersey, and my mom lived in Brooklyn, and I needed to work. And she used to come over um, Monday, I think Monday, and then leave on Fridays, take care of my son. She used to clean my clothes, wash my tub out, wash the baby's clothes, cook for my baby. Dinner was prepared for me. Like, I was like, okay. That's when he was born. And then then I moved to Staten Island after um, I had separated from my um, husband. I moved to Staten Island and then had my dad and my mom catering to the family unit is what I mean. Not catering to me, but catering to the upbringing and the family unit. So my mom still used to come over. She didn't stay a week at a time by this time because by this time my dad was living with me. But she used to come, cook for us, 
like any special meal, any request. She would cook it. Um, I think when, when I moved to Staten Island, she used to stay on the weekend, so. But she was still washing my clothes, washing my underwear, you know, taking care of my baby. And this went on for years, for years. I'm telling you this story because now that my son has a baby, I go to visit my son and his wife, and they live with her parents, but they have their own, like, room and their own bedroom and that stuff. And so I go over and I wash the baby's clothes. I'm considering washing their clothes now because I went there today and it was, like, piled high, and I cannot stay unclothed in the, in the laundry bin. So next week I'll probably uh, wash their clothes, too. I washed out their tub, cleaned out their bathroom. In any case, I realize I am the product of my upbringing, my upbringing. I'm doing by example, but it also feels good. Like this is the way I give my love back. And I'm saying that because I, I pity the people that may not have some experiences where the parents get to give back, you know, um, and show that love, particularly when you have a child. That's probably one of the most difficult times for parents when you have a child because you feel so raw and naked. That's what I'm offering up. And I can only go on Saturdays because my son lives with his, my son and his wife live with her parents. And the mother works. She's a director of some school. And the father has an injury, so he has not been working. Um, But he's on, uh, I think, medical, Social Security or something like that. So he's home all the time. However, I am a very particular individual. And I have these certain, like, rigid rules for me, just for me. And so I, I only go on Saturdays because of my rules because the father's home all the time, the mother's working all the time, and I don't think it's right for me to be in the same house with the married man. That's just me. Um, Even though his daughter is there and I am there to see the grandchild, I'm a little bit funny. I'm a little bit rigid, and I'm very, very responsible. And with that being said, I'm not asking anybody else to be like me. I am just saying this is how I ruled my life for years. I used to know a Muslim when I was in my 20s, and this is where I got the rule from. And I was in my 20s. I was working for a hospital, and we were having a meeting in my office. I had been a manager of uh, oncology unit. And we were having a meeting in my office, and slowly but surely, everyone started to go back to their work desk, and it was left with just me and this other gentleman. And he went up to leave. And I was like, no, don't go. Hey, talk with me. And he's like, Tracy, I have to tell you, this is my rule. And he was Muslim, so I think he, I think he said it was a Muslim rule. I don't really believe it anymore. But he said that because he was married, he has made it a rule not to be alone with another woman. And although I, I kind of felt that and I didn't understand but he was gracious enough to, to explain further. And what he meant by that was I, being the female, and him being married, 
if we were alone and a story came out, it would always be my story against his story. And he, I felt like insulted, don't get me wrong, but point on, I totally understood. And I respected him. And he left. <laughs> and it was a model based upon what he said that I followed from my 20s. I am never, ever alone with someone that I'm close to um, so that they can come back and say, well, you know, Tracy said, or he can't say, da-da-da-da. If it's a business meeting, that's totally different. We're not talking about business meetings. We're not talking about um, business meetings. I'm just talking about if, if my best friend was married and I go to her house and she's not there, I'm coming back. I'm not going to wait until she comes back. I'm leaving. I'll wait in my car. I'll go to the supermarket. That's my rule. Buy it, and I'm comfortable by it. And lo and behold, I have to practice it every single day now because my son, baby is born. They live with their parents. It's the father's home all the time. The mother's working, I promise you, like eight to six, you know, every day. And they're, everybody's there on a weekend. So I go on a weekend. And I'm proud of that, by the way. I'm proud of my rigid behavior. <laughs> Whatever. Today, guys, we are going to do Kate Gosselin. Kate Gosselin. Kate Gosselin was on a Today Show with, um, I forget her, um, Guthrie. I mean, Guthrie. I can't remember her first name. Doing an interview with uh, Savannah Guthrie and Kate Gosselin. Um, have her two daughters on. I think one is named Maddie and the other one is named, I don't know what, but I'll check it. Where's my glasses? And um, it was probably one of the most uncomfortable YouTube videos I watched. Here's what's ironic. I usually watch NBC Today, usually. This particular day, we had in California what's called the Kobe fire. So we get these fires and then we name them. This one's called the Kobe fire. I happened to be up that day at 6.10 and the news media was on the Kobe fire where it may have burned, I don't know, 10 acres. And as I'm watching it, it's spreading to 12 acres. It was, it was ridiculous. It was and then, and then I literally watched the fire jump to a pine tree in a neighborhood and then jump to seven pine trees and then the neighborhood was on fire. Phone started burning. Um, and so with that being said, I didn't turn to my normal channel, which is Channel 4 in California, NBC Today. I missed the interview. But... Because I'm the pop culture psychic, I, I kind of do my homework. You know, I always tell you I don't do my homework, but I really do. But I really don't. And I saw where Kate Gosselin had her daughters on. And so I had to watch her on YouTube. That's, I'm getting to that point. The point is I had to watch her on YouTube. Hold on a second. Let me just check this. Kate Gosselin. I just want to remember the daughter's name. And then I saw where the daughters. Try to throw the mother under the bus. 
hilarious. They tried to throw under the bus. They're twins, and they totally caught Kate off guard because they think she did this Us magazine or something and was saying in the magazine how they live a normal life and the kids are healthy. I don't know why people were questioning it, but it's probably PR for Kate because he's money hungry. Um, one daughter's named Tara. The other one is named Maddie. And the girl completely shut down. When they got to the question, how are you doing at home, guys? They were speechless. You could tell that they either wanted to say something or they were scared to say something or they were about to unload. Like they were this close to saying, help me, help me. That's what I thought I heard them saying, help me. Oh, my goodness. So with that being said, hey, what was that interview about? Um, later, Kate went on Twitter to say that the girls were nervous or something like that. Um, the whole purpose of this interview was to show people that Kate is a great mom. That was the purpose of the interview. <laughs> that didn't come across. In any case, Kate, what's going on in your home, Kate? How many of them in your home? Why did your girls act the way that they acted? Were they scared? Were they angry? Did they plan this? I got to tell you, I, I looked at the YouTube video. This was definitely not planned. But the moment it was like a deer caught in headlights, the moment they were like, so, girls, how is it going at home? The girls wanted so badly to let somebody know things are not right. So, girls, I feel sorry for you because I know Kate nailed you guys to the cross. I know you guys were crying in that car ride home, in the hotel. I know it was bad. Or if it wasn't bad, I know by the time you guys got back to Philly Corner or standing, maybe, oh, no, maybe you were on your knees with your hands raised in a corner while Kate was in the background screaming her head off. That's the way I see you, Kate. I see you as a mommy dearest. I see you as a modern-day mommy dearest. By the way, talking about modern-day mommy dearest, Nadia Solomon, hey, you know what, public? If you all did not beat her up, she would have had a better life. You know, Kate Gossman is a, is the sophisticated version of Nadia Solomon. I, and Nadia Solomon, if people don't know, is Octomom. I feel bad for Octomom. Seriously. The public really, really attacked her, and she was never able to have her reality show so she could take care of the thousand kids that she birthed. I feel bad for her. I don't think she's the brightest woman. I also think that she planned to have the eight planned to have the eight kids just to get a reality show. The bottom line is she did birth eight kids. She has six additional. Um, they're all healthy, and I think she deserves a reality show. It's hard to feed thirteen kids, people. I think she deserved it. But no, we don't give her a reality show because we want to treat her like trash. You know what? 
Kate Gosselin and Nadia Solomon, same people. Kate Gosselin is just prettier. Hey, what's going on in your house? Oh, by the way, while I'm talking, I'm pulling the cards so. up. Hey, what's going on? One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. Oh, dear. All right. Okay. Um, the kids have no peace in that house. There's a lot of sadness in that house. A lot of sadness. I get a, I get a card that says, you know, there's no peace. I get a card that says there's a lot of, a lot of sadness. Um, however, this sadness is going to be structural changes. This interview has created a spotlight on Kate Gosselin, and there's going to be some structural changes. So there's an ending to the sadness and a new beginning for the children, for the children. I, I, I'm not quite sure if Kate's going to be that happy. Um, I also get liberation, liberation meaning, meaning breaking free from negative attachment. Um, you know... John Gosselin doesn't seem like he's the best dad to me. He just doesn't. He seems like he's like a bit of an asshole. Um, and I believe that the girls, some of the girls, Kate and Maddie in particular, um, are going to go live with... Um, Look at the dad. I, I can't tell you that that's the best choice because I think John is an asshole. However, I think it's the better of two choices. It's the better of two choices. These kids have um, these kids feel unsafe. What I'm trying to say. So I feel like they want to say goodbye to their mommy. Um, I think someone is going to intervene. I think someone is going to someone is going to intervene, and it's going to get to the point where it's going to be too embarrassing for um, Kate to fight this. This is not like it's going to be a custody battle. It's going to be like it's going to be more like how dare you, how dare you, and so that she doesn't look bad, she's going to turn it around and she's going to say. The girls need more time with their dad, so I'm going to let them spend this amount of time and more and more and more, and then boom, it's permanent custody to John Gosselin. John, I don't think you're the best dad. I think you're going to do it because you want to prove to the world that you're a better dad than Kate, and so you're going to be doing a lot of interviews to get money. You're an asshole, too. I'm going to come, 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 come out of all of this. Kate is very, very worried, very upset, very worried. Um, this interview has now caused her not to sleep at night. I don't think she sleeps anyway, which is why she comes across as a mommy dearest. I also think, Kate, that, um, you know, you look pretty, but if you look at Kate's eyes, Kate's eyes crackle. They crackle. You know, part of being a psychic is body language, and Kate's eyes crackle. I don't care what hairstyle you have, what hair pieces you pull in, you know, what dress you wear, Kate, you look like you're angry all the time. Your eyes crackle. Um, and it, it, like, crackles. Like, 
kind of like a witch, kind of like, you know, Little Red Riding Hood, and the witch goes, come in, and she has those, like, weird-looking eyes. Kate, doesn't you look like me? Oh, I hope I'm not being mean. I don't mean to be mean, but you know what, Kate? Something needs to change. Those kids are miserable. And you may be coming across as an extremely organized person. I feel like you run that place like a military ship. I think you live on a farm, and I think you run your kids like they're in the military. I don't think they are kids. I don't think they have fun. I think they're miserable. I also think that they're planning to run away, Kate. So this interview has exposed everything. Um, the time is up, Kate. The time is up. You thought you could buy some time and be this perfect parent, your A-type personality parent. And so as they got older, you were hoping to say, see, see, this is, this is the way you should be raising a child. And I thought that maybe you were going to write a book about it, um, about raising a child as a single parent, blah, 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 blah. Major changes, Kate. Major changes. Somebody is going to come in. I get the king of swords. I don't know what fine John Goplin is. I'll check it. But I get that there's a lot of um, trouble in in um, in your home. I also get the high priestess, which tells me there's a plan now. There's a plan to execute this. Um, Kate, John is going to create a plan to execute this and get those kids away. Um, and then on top of that, hold on a second. While I'm um, on the radio, people constantly text me. I like to answer them. <laughs> I multitask. Um, and then on top of that, um, I, I do believe that the way it's going to get done is it's going to be legal. I don't think he's going to come and scoop them away and you're going to be publicly, oh, he stole my kids. I think it's going to be all legal. But he's planning it right now, and it's going to be planned in such a way where you're going to be so embarrassed that you can't say anything. That's what I'm getting. Poor Kate, that interview really did you in. I promise you, you're going to be sitting on a fence thinking, what do I do? What do I do? Um, I'm getting Tara and Maddie, most importantly, is going, but I am getting a party of three. So I don't know who's under Carrie or Maddie. I don't know who's older. Three kids are leaving your house. Changes everything, Kate. It'll be interesting to see how this unfolds in the next few months because John actually is going to execute this right away. He's going to execute this. So, John, I know you have a girlfriend. I hope you're ready. <laughs> you got you got a bunch of spicy girls that are coming in to um, – relax and maybe show their personality, which they can't show with their mother a lot. Um, they want fun. They want to be able to be, like, talk back to their parents a little bit. So, John, you're going to get all, all of that. So that's not a bad thing. In any case, that's the story of Kate. I'll do a video on it once I see something unravel. We'll update it. But I'm going to take my first call, 727. You're on the line. Hi. Hi, 727. Hi. Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. This is Tracy. How Hi. are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad, thank you. Not bad at all. So, Lisa, how can I help you? Yeah, I want to know what you see coming up for my finances. Thanks okay, so much. Are you, oh, you're welcome. Are you working right now? Yeah, I am. Okay, all right. Hold on a second. And, like, if you see oh. anything else, I'm open to hearing anything that you tune into. 
Okay. Oh, absolutely. It's funny you should say that when you say do you see anything else because yesterday I had a woman who was asking about her career. Yeah. And I use five different one, two, three, four, four different decks. I put my oracles on one side and my tarot a total separate reading, but they both complement each other. Yesterday oh. the the oracle card was all about her career. The tarot card was about her love life. Oh. And, yeah, because the cards do that. Like, they kind of go, okay, we'll answer it a little bit because we know she needs to know blah, blah, blah about her career. However, this is what we really need to talk about. And she didn't ask about love life. So oh, it's right. funny that, that you always say happens, doesn't it? that always happens, right. But um, the public doesn't know that. So when you say... I'm asking about my finances and anything else. Okay, anything else will definitely come up. <laughs> oh, sure, um, sure. Say, say your name three times for me. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Thank you. Say, do you calling for? I'm from Florida. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, seven, eight, <clears throat> nine. And uh, hold on a second. Um, okay, we're talking about finances. We are talking about finances. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm a massage therapist. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. well, it's interesting because I I do believe that you should be okay with money um, for a while. You should be okay with money for a while, for a while. I don't know what I mean when I say a while. So I just need to keep talking until everything comes to me. I do believe that what you do for a living, either or situation, it's either going to bring in a lot of money or it doesn't. That's true. You find that tough? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Because when I try to get these hits, I'm trying to make sure it feels right as I'm saying it. Sure. Um, Thank you. Do you work for a gentleman or a female? Because I get a king of cups here and a queen, queen of wands here. You work for well, the queen of right wands now I work, behind you. Right now I work, yeah. Right now I work for myself. Okay, so you do it out of your home. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so, this makes sense now. So, um, I do believe that you're going to have to expand outside your home. I don't believe okay. that you're going to make the money that you think you could make from your home. Okay. Um, you could do both. Don't get me wrong. You could do both, but um, it would behoove you to find a company um, to work out of. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I also see that you could start out, if you choose this direction, you could start out working for a female. 
the relationship goes well for a minute, and then let me go, and then you work for a man. Or let me let me switch that up. I think you start out working for a man that owns somebody owns male first, and then you end up working for a female who's much more nicer okay. and much more creative. Blah 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 blah. Um. Yeah, I definitely see you in contract as opposed to doing it outside of your home. All right. Like more consulting. Have you considered that direction yet? I had applied for a job like back in November, and they called me and the lady asked me, are you still interested? And I said yes, and then I didn't hear from them at all. And that's for massage work. Um, it's but it doesn't mean I won't hear from her. She obviously called to say, you know, are you interested for a reason? I mean. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. I would say to you a little bit more hustle um, to apply for different types of companies. Yeah. Also, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, if, if all else fails, a lot of salons are in, it's like all-encompassed salons where you could do massage work, you could do get your hair done, you can get your nails done. I don't know if Florida I do, has that. I mean, I do also do other things other than massage as well for, for money. So I'm, it's not the only thing I do, but I just, I just one of them things I do. Okay, and I understand what you're trying to tell me. In terms of your finances, it's, it's fluctuating. Yeah, it is. Ultimately, going to hit your mark, ultimately, um, okay. I'm not sure if you're trying to make massage your focus. I'm not sure if you're doing that. But if you make one thing your focus and make everything else, take it secondary, um, there is money around you. I just don't see you getting it until after October. October? Like the mo- yeah, I, I feel like the momentum, like in order to, because you're in the service industry, so it's, it's how you get your momentum. So it's not that you're okay. not going to get money. It's it's in terms of... I had called you like six months ago, and we had talked about uh, me getting some, you know, my settlement. We had talked about that, and you thought that I would be getting it. Okay. Um, but I didn't get it when you thought I would get it. So I'm just wondering about that. Is it still pending? Just look at your settlement. You know, it helps, sure. by the way, <laughs> when you call the radio. Just focus yeah. on the question. Focus on the question. You know, if you give me general, sure. then I'm giving well, you general. Well, no, I mean, I, those, actually, both those things are my questions. Like, I applied for that job and hear back from them yet, and, you know, mm-hmm. just a few of things. Hold on a second. Hold on, I'm looking for you right now. Okay. Um, I have to tell you, I don't know what the delay is, but the delay is almost over. I'm getting, I'm getting two months, two months. Are you closer to the settlement? Am I what? Are you closer to the settlement? I hope so. I don't really know. What? but I hope so. Okay. Well, I, I want to ask you what the delay is, but I'm getting another eight weeks. 
Um, And it feels uncomfortable for the next eight weeks. It feels uncomfortable. The cards are telling me one month, eight weeks, nine weeks. So I'm going to go the middle of the road and I'm going to say eight weeks. Um, I think that your finances are really, really tight right now, really tight. Um, and I think um, you're in survival. Uh, no, I'm actually okay right now. Um, it's not great, okay. but, you know, I'm not freaking out or anything. Okay. And I didn't get any of, like, that you were freaking out. I just got that. When I say really tight, I feel like there's no extra. You're not, like, in a yeah, that's of true. I apologize. When I I say tight, it means that you can pay your basic bills, but you wish you had more left over. No, I I understand exactly what you... No, no need to apologize. I understand exactly what you mean. Hold on. My job does this to me all the time. Hold on. Hello. Okay, can you send them upstairs for me? Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. So... In any case, judgment is about to come through. I don't know really? what the delay is. I feel like it's going to come through. They're telling me I get these numbers, and they all mean the same. I get one month, two months, nine weeks. So I see you celebrating, and I'm going to go with the larger part, which is nine weeks. So this is February, March. Can I tell you by the end of March? Is what I feel. Oh, that legal settlement. That would be great if that happened by then. All right, Lisa. I hate to cut you off, but I better get out of here. Let me answer one more question. And keep me posted. Thank you. You're welcome, Lisa. Take it easy. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Hi, Kimberly. Hi. How are you? Hi, honey. Not bad, honey. How are you? Good. 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 So, um, the show... Oh, my God, you guys are so cute. Say again? No, 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 no. The show's almost over, so I apologize to you, Kimberly. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I just um, wanted today? to ask... Uh, say again? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. I just wanted to ask a question about... Um, you know, my emotions versus my ego. I um, told you about Brandon, and I I had an interaction with him that I didn't like. So I just decided um, just – I have this one client that calls every week. You should have just hung up on her. It's so annoying. Okay. You, know, <laughs> you know, I Hello? I'm here, honey. I'm here. Okay. Anyway, um, I had a situation with with Brandon that I didn't like, and I just said, this is not the type of person that I want to have any type of relationship with. And I just kind of told him that, look, we could just speak and be friends. And I just want to make sure that I wasn't in my emotions or my ego because I just – it's certain things that I get in my gut when I know something's not going to work out, and I just went with it. Well, I mean, I did, oh, I know, right? <laughs> I did get yeah. your text. Um, I think you're spontaneous. I do. Um, I 
think you should have waited, but I also remember I told you, you don't want the boys to start talking about you. So when you right. did what you did, when you did what you did, I did feel it was the right decision. I, you know, okay. I did because it, once the men start talking, you you get placed in a category. Right. Right. So these, these aren't young kids. These are grown men. They have a language that they've always had all their lives. So right. um, I get a resounding yes. You did the right thing. You shut it down. I get a resounding yes. I also get okay. give it some time. Give it some time, Kimberly. You're going to be able to date one of these boys again, particularly a money guy, somebody that likes money or interested in money. Um, you, he's going to show up again at a celebration. Could be a sports event, could be a party, but it's some sort of celebration. Probably a sports event. I get maybe a sports event. But you're going to be okay. able to readdress one of these guys. Just, you know, you shut it down. Okay. You're supposed to shut it down, Kimberly. You did the right thing. Don't second-guess okay. the decisions. It is what it is. Okay. All right, honey. Okay. I better get up out of here. All right. Have a good day. Take things, honey. Take it easy. Bye-bye. You did right. Okay, Psychic America, I'm out of here. Once again, I was having trouble with my computer. I feel like an idiot. I'm so sorry. I'm not a professional. One day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strive to be a professional. One day. Um, I'm also going to learn not to text Ebonic on Twitter and Facebook. I'm going to learn to do that, too. i got a lot of growth here. Um, Follow me at, at Pop Culture Psychic. Subscribe to me at my YouTube channel. Join me on Facebook, Psychic Tracy Brown. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye, guys.